Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So because it's the holiday season and I've been seeing Amazon trucks come down my street 30 times a day, I thought it would be fun today to talk about Amazon and its impact in our lives. I feel like I wasn't that big of an Amazon user until the pandemic, probably like a lot of people, because walking into a store to get what we need was just like what we were used to. And I'm somebody who really enjoys the experience of going into a store and physically seeing an item before I buy it. But the pandemic changed everything because stores were obviously closed and we didn't have a whole lot of options. So we shopped online. A fun stat here, by May of 2020, two months into the pandemic, Amazon revenue growth jumped in the 35 to 40% range from what had been a 20 to 21% average range during the pre-pandemic days. So that just shows you how everyone was doing it too. So now that we're sort of through the pandemic and the world has started to normalize a little bit more, we're going back into stores to some extent and also appreciating the convenience of online shopping and all the benefits that come with Amazon, which I'm going to get into detail more in a little bit. And this time of year during the holidays, this is maybe when we start to notice Amazon's presence in our daily lives more because all of the packages and all of the deliveries and like I said, all the trucks that are going up and down my street, it's just so prevalent in our lives, right? And it is prevalent in our lives the rest of the year too, but we probably don't notice it as much. So yesterday I decided to take a step back for a second and actually notice all the ways that Amazon has crept into my daily life beyond just the app that both my husband and I have on our phones. First of all, Alexa's in my kitchen. When we wake up in the morning, we'll often ask Alexa to play songs while we're getting ready to go out the door. Or I will ask her what the weather is like, like what the high is going to be, or if it's going to rain today, um, or if there's traffic, depending on where I'm going. And my husband will also often ask her the scores from whatever game was on the night before. It basically saves us from having to look it up ourselves, right? Then we walk out the door and we usually, you know, somewhere on my street is either an unopened Amazon box on someone's front steps that was just delivered or an unopened or an opened box that is in somebody's recycle bin, right? So Amazon's just there. We watch movies and TV shows on Amazon Prime or Prime Video, which exclusively, by the way, streams the Pete the Cat show, which my kids are obsessed with. And of course, my six-year-old has his Kids Kindle, which he's always asking to use so he can play certain games that he can't get anywhere else. I never really noticed before exactly how much Amazon is just a part of the way that I live, right? It's so interesting. So before I get into how Amazon has impacted the way that we think and we act as consumers, I want to mention a little history and some facts. So Amazon was started, as I'm sure a lot of you know, uh, by Jeff Bezos in 1995, and it was originally an online bookseller. So he wanted to create a place where you could get even the most obscure books that you couldn't find in a regular bookstore. And he chose the name Amazon 
by looking through the dictionary. He settled on Amazon because it was a place that was exotic and different, which was what he envisioned for his emerging internet startup. The Amazon River, he noted, was the biggest river in the world, and he planned to make his store the biggest bookstore in the world. This was actually what their original logo was based off of too, if, if you happen to remember. If you don't look it up, I had to Google it myself, but it's, it actually shows a little picture of a, of a river, which, which triggered my memory. I do remember it. Um, in 1998, Amazon announced that it will move that it that it would move beyond books, just selling books, and started to sell CDs, music. By the following year, it added more product categories like toys, electronics, and tools. And another cool fact: I don't know how many of you know this. The company's current logo, which now has that that arrow underneath that looks like a smiley face, it is a, it it shows a curved arrow leading from the letter A in Amazon to the letter Z in Amazon, representing that the company carries every product from A to Z with the arrow shaped like a smile. So it's so interesting to me. I learned a lot of these facts just as I was, as I was Googling and doing some, some preparation for this episode today. So as a culture, we are definitely drinking from the Amazon Kool-Aid. A survey conducted by Georgetown University and NYU in 2018 found that Amazon is the second most trusted institution in America behind only the military. So I think that says something about America, right? That uh, we put a lot of emphasis on consumerism. And over the last 25 years or so, Amazon has changed the way that we consume entirely. I think what they did was incredibly smart. They figured out what are the resources that we crave the most. Time, money, and freedom. And they found innovative ways to help us be more efficient with all three of those. So let me break it down and break each one of those down for you guys. So the way that we can be more efficient with our time is convenience. And Amazon is, in, is convenient in a few ways. We now have the ability to not only shop from our home, but shop from wherever we are because we can do it on our phones, saving us the time it takes to get in the car and drive to a store and pick something out and then drive home, right? We can now do something with that time, something else with that time while our product is being delivered directly to us. So that creates efficiency right there. The buy now feature on the app also makes shopping literally the easiest thing to do. Two clicks and you're done. No multi-step checkout process, right? You just click the button and you're done. It saves your credit card information and your address and your billing preferences to make it as simple and literally as easy as possible. They want you to be able to get what you want without even thinking about it. Because if you do it that way, then you're likely going to shop more, right? In the shipping, oh my goodness, the shipping. Um, so while we're used to shopping online, um, you know, in the past, we usually had to pay a decent amount for shipping, depending on where the item was coming from, right? And then we still had to wait the whatever, three to five days or five to seven business days or whatever it was. Now comes along Amazon Prime and free two-day shipping on pretty much everything. I read an article while I was preparing for this episode where the fact that 
you can get so many products delivered so quickly was described in the article as almost like a drug. And it makes sense, right? You get this euphoric feeling when you make a purchase and this equally euphoric feeling of instant gratification when it arrives, which I think is so incredibly addictive. There's also the fact that we pay an annual membership fee or monthly membership for you, however you pay for it, for Amazon Prime. So because of this, we feel like we want to get the most out of that subscription, which usually means ordering more than we otherwise would so we can get our bang for our buck, right? And of course, we don't want to be that silly person who's paying for a membership that we don't use, right? Like, of course, that's just common sense. Amazon is also, the shipping aspect of it is also very reliable. We can track our packages on the app. Um, We can see a picture when it's delivered right to our doorstep. Their customer service is actually really, really good. So that's all part of this convenience. The other resource or another resource that Amazon helps us to be more efficient with is our money, right? So cost savings. So many products on Amazon are actually cheaper than in the stores. It varies, of course, but I know from experience this massive Ninjago Lego set that my six-year-old wants for Christmas is $50 cheaper on Amazon than it is at the Lego store at my local mall or even Target. Side note on Amazon Prime for a few minutes, by the way. Um, So in 2015, the company literally created their own shopping holiday, Prime Day. This is a two-day annual event in the summer where certain items on Amazon are deeply discounted. This year, there was actually another Prime Day holiday in October too. Um, In 2021, Prime Day sales for those two days, the 48 hours, exceeded sales from both Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined. I just find this so interesting. And because it's only once a year, or I guess now twice a year, I don't know, it triggers, I think, a sense of urgency for people to buy what they can in a very limited period of time, right? Like it creates this pressure and people end up buying more because they think it saves them more money. And we love getting a deal. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. Um, and on top of this, right, many of the deals are only available for a certain time frame. Like they're, like they're actually measured in hours. And you can see that when you go into the app. Like, like this, you'll only get it at this price for the next four hours and 45 minutes, right? And, and same thing with like the, the quantity, right? Like A lot of times the app will tell you how much of a particular item is left or is actually available like an inventory. So it's like it's essentially using like the time and the quantity thing here as scarcity. Like it's using scarcity as a sales technique through through telling us that information within the app. And again, I'm so fascinated by like the like how humans respond to these types of urgency deals or these types of urgency like uh, sales, I guess. It's just really, really interesting to me. A few other things that I want to note about Prime Day, and I know that I'm also going on a little bit of a tangent here, but I, I'm so interested in this. Um, Prime Day brings together two things that people love, right? Holidays and deals. Even if it's a made-up holiday, right? We still consider it a holiday somehow. 
And that is associated with celebration and departure from the norm. And that makes us feel like we're getting a special chance to save money. I also think that Prime Day is so successful because people love getting deals. It's human nature, right? Like we want to feel like we're winning or we're beating the system or something. And Amazon also makes Prime Day unique for consumers because it's exclusive. You have to have a membership to be able to participate. Not everybody participates in Prime Day, right? And that in and of itself makes us feel special. Like these deals are just for us. Like it's a reward for being a member of an exclusive club, right? So the last thing I want to mention here is the concept of freedom. Like this, that that's the other resource that I feel like Amazon creates for us. There are so many options available when you log into Amazon, right? It can sometimes make it so hard to make a decision because there are so many things available for you to, for you to look at and, and look at reviews and to compare and everything. Whereas if you went into a store, there's obviously only the limited options available that that store happens to have in stock. Freedom, I think, is being able to do what you want when you want to. And Amazon makes that more attainable for us. You literally have access to anything at your fingertips. You want to start a new workout routine? You literally like can order a yoga mat or a new bike or hand weights or new sneakers on Amazon, right? You can buy a pasta machine and make homemade pasta in the comfort of your own house. You can order anything you need to throw your kid the best sixth birthday party ever because every little detail that you may not have even thought about is available in other suggested purchases, right, within the Amazon app in whatever theme you're looking for too. Like it's crazy. So obviously with all the conveniences of Amazon, there's also the not so great things, right? Like the fact that it basically has a monopoly over smaller online businesses or any other online business for that matter. And it's put a lot of bookstores out of business. There's also the waste aspect and all the boxes and the impact of the environment from all the delivery and the transportation and all the trucks out there. Everyone has their own personal thoughts on Amazon, and it certainly has its fair share of controversies, which is really not what I want to get into here, but I did want to mention it because it's not like I'm pro-Amazon one way or the other. All I wanted to do today was break out why for you guys, why so many of us shop on Amazon in an effort to maybe start to be a little more mindful and intentional about when and how we use it, right? I think, again, in our instant gratification, keeping up with the Joneses culture that we live in, it's so easy to get carried away when we're shopping with two clicks on our phones. We can literally like be upset about something and you know be in our car and just say, oh, screw it. Like, I've had a hard day. Let me buy that bag that I've had in my cart for weeks now with two clicks. I think even this time of year, which is so hard, I know, we all need to just take a few minutes to slow down, check in with and check in with ourselves before we place our orders. And I really think if we do this, our checking accounts might thank us for it in January. <laughs> 
All right, you guys, like that's all I had today. I just wanted to, to talk through this a little bit more and just make some points around, um, around Amazon that maybe you weren't aware of. So thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, uh, this is the last week of my $100 Target gift card giveaway. So all you have to do to enter is write me a review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot and share it, tag me on social media, and you'll be entered to win. I'll pick the winner next week on December 15th, so definitely stay tuned for that. And if you haven't already, head over to Facebook and join my money, my Mindful Money Mamas community where you can connect with an already amazing group of like-minded and supportive women. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. I'll talk to you next time.